Hi, and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. My name is Paula Parker, and my coaching company is Mindful Shape. Today, I want to share with you a very practical method of managing any kind of discomfort, specifically any times in which you get stuck and you feel out of alignment. And by that, I mean, you know, fundamentally, you are already complete and whole as a human being. But if you are a person in this world, you will get thrown out of alignment with that truth. It's inevitable. So you won't feel complete and whole. You'll think and feel that you're incomplete, that you aren't good enough, right? We've all had these feelings. For many of us, this shows up in a compare and despair scenario. We see someone on Instagram, maybe they're someone we know, or maybe it's just some rando Instagram influencer and they project something that we want, a relationship, a super fit body, a new house, a puppy, like whatever it is that stirs up some like jealous feelings inside of you. I don't think anyone is immune from this feeling. I hear it a lot from my clients, uh, the comparison, but it's really just how we manage our thinking that determines whether we go into despair or whether we can go back to neutral or imagine this guys, even derive inspiration and be genuinely happy for others. Are we reaching with that? Maybe, but just stay with me. Okay, so because what you'll notice is that as you leave your 20s and enter into your 30s, uh, your 20s were pretty homogenized, you know, it was kind of an equal playing field, but it's a different reality in your 30s. It's in your 30s when you start to see more of a divide in lifestyle. Some of your friends are buying a house and you're still renting. Some are getting married and maybe you're still single. Or some of your friends are getting promotions or doing really well in their career and making really good money and you're just still trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. We've all been there at some level in some respect or with some aspect of our lives where we felt like we were lacking. And one of the keys to putting this into perspective is just to remember that you are always in the middle. Think of the last time you compared yourself to someone. I'll bet it was someone who you viewed as having more than you. This is because when we compare ourselves, we tend to anchor up, which means to say you don't look at the three other friends who are single. You look to the three friends who are with their person. But no matter what, you are always in the middle because there are like, what, 7 billion people, 7.5 billion people now on the planet. There will always be someone who has more than you and someone who has less. Someone who has achieved more and someone who has achieved less. There's always going to be somebody who is bigger than you. And then there's going to be someone who's smaller than you. And this is why the compare and despair is insidious. And it's why we need some self-coaching around it. So you're probably thinking, yeah, I get it, but that doesn't change how I feel in the moment of my daily jealous rage. Yeah. So I want to share a useful tactic to use whenever the moment strikes so that you can A, shift from feeling like crap and B, use what you're experiencing as a way to bring you back into alignment with yourself. You can use it as fuel for your momentum toward getting what you want. 
it's really a method for managing any discomfort. For me, it's been the one tool besides taking a deep breath that I can actually remember when I'm in the thick of it, when my frontal lobe is starting to go offline and my primitive brain is taking over. In those moments, it can be hard to switch gears without a lot of effort. So here's the solution whenever you're stuck. When you feel like you need to deepen your attention when you're comparing yourself to others, or if you're feeling like a failure, or if you're simply having an internal meltdown sitting in traffic. It's for moments when you're feeling small, separate, and deficient. This can show up as restlessness or anxiety anytime you're running away from just being. So like turning away, turning to things like Instagram or snacking, that's a big one. If you have worked with me before or you've listened to earlier episodes, you'll be familiar with the practice of allowing. What I'm about to share with you is very similar, but I want to reintroduce it with a new flavor in a new light because often we will connect with tools differently given a slightly new perspective. So this is called the RAIN method. R-A-I-N. I I learned it from Tara Brock, who has a great podcast I would recommend, and I will link it uh, in the show notes. It's been used for at least 20 years and was coined by senior Vipassana teacher Michelle McDonald. I'll be using Tara's version here, which has an added emphasis on kindness and a variation on what the investigation means, and then I'll add my own interpretations and style to it. In this episode, I'll walk you through the explanation, and then in the next episode, you'll get a part two in which there will be a guided practice that you can go to whenever you need it. If you've heard of this before, or you've practiced the RAIN method in the past, this might be a little bit different from what you're familiar with, but in this variation I'll be using today, RAIN stands for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, and Nurture. You can practice this in the moment or on the side as a separate sitting meditation, whatever works best for you, or both. So R stands for recognize. This pulls out our frontal lobe. It brings it online so that we're using higher power functioning to manage our internal states of being. So simply recognize what's happening for you in this moment. Ask yourself, what's happening? Just a question. (laughs) And then can you name it? For example, you may find yourself scrolling on Instagram and feeling your energy sinking and sinking. You're spiraling down until finally you notice that you're in a really bad mood, but you don't even really know why. Instagram is not the enemy here, but it's a great example for the comparison work. So you notice that you feel terrible. Ask yourself, what is happening? So again, this will be a separate exercise that you can do. So I'll just sort of like run through it right now and then you can do it uh, for yourself and go deeper. So then we move to A for allowing. Can you allow this to be here? You are a human who in a span of a single day will have a wide range of emotion. This is when we allow for whatever is coming up to just simply be. So we create space for it to be there. One of my favorite authors is Elizabeth Gilbert. Side note, you must read The Signature of All Things. Okay, so let me just paraphrase what she has to say in relation to feeling her feelings. She says she thinks of her emotions as little children. 
She bends down and opens her arms to all of them, invites them in and wraps her arms around them. She says, it's okay for you to be here. The sad child, the grumpy child, the angry child, the frightened child. She embraces them all. She doesn't turn her back on them. So recognize what's happening for you. Name it and allow it. It's okay for them to be there. Now we get curious. The I in RAIN stands for investigation. Why investigate? Because whenever we're suffering, it means there's a limiting belief. For example, you can ask yourself, why am I feeling jealous of this person? What is the feeling telling me? Maybe it's pointing towards something I want. Maybe I need to question, do I really want this thing or is it an impulse, an automatic response? I have a client who is making tremendous strides in this area of comparison. When she sees a woman who's really fit, she immediately compares her own body and she draws a conclusion that she's not as good looking, like she's not as attractive. Her body isn't like theirs and so it's not good enough. But through coaching, she's starting to really get skilled at interrupting that thought pattern. Through investigating her thoughts, she's realized that she actually doesn't want to look like that because she doesn't want to commit to the lifestyle that that would require. Fair enough, right? But at least now, when she starts going down the comparison track, she remembers, I've already made my mind up about this. I'm content with my life the way it is because she's content with her body the way it is right now because she's actually focused on other areas of her life. She gets to change her mind at any time about that, of course, but now she doesn't get caught up in the compare and despair. So we investigate to uncover our thought loops. It's important to point out that there's no room for judgment here. Notice my client doesn't then think that she's not good enough because she's not willing to do what it takes to have that specific physique. The practice won't work if you flip into judging what's happening or even how well or poorly you're doing with the RAIN method itself. Instead, notice the judgment and intend to be kind to yourself. Throughout the practice, it's important to have the intention of kindness. And as Tara says, you can't manufacture kindness, but you can intend it. So if you're like Elizabeth Gilbert, you might want to push those kids down and make a run for it, but try to be kind. There are often emotions that we're disconnected from, that we can't recognize, especially when we're in the thick of it. When we investigate, we can uncover what they are without turning away, turning to the distraction of food or TV or whatever. And finally, N for nurture. Ask, what do I need? Now that you're in a softer, more loving space with yourself, you have access to more information. Maybe there's something you need to remind yourself. Maybe there's an insight that you have. Something that challenges the limiting belief. Maybe an action comes to mind that you feel inspired now to take. Or maybe it's simply non-action, that you don't rip your life apart or scream at your partner in that moment. The action could be as simple as a few calming breaths, or it could be committing to a new workout routine. There's a whole host of um, actions or non-actions that you might take. Now, we're close to the end, so I'll briefly touch on some challenges that may come up during this practice so that you can be aware of them in advance. One is that you don't even make it to N. 
that's okay. You can trust that even asking yourself, what is happening? What is happening with me right now? And can I be with this? The lightest version of RAIN is a powerful practice in mindfulness. You are changing your neural wiring even with this, even with recognizing. Maybe you can't connect with emotion. That's okay too. The invitation is what counts. It will unfold itself as it's meant to. So just keep asking, how does this feel? Where do I feel this? I'll wrap up with a short example from my own life. My husband and I were driving and I was incredibly irritable for no reason in particular, just generally pissed off, feeling miserable and in a bad mood. So we're stuck in the car and we're driving. Where am I going to go, right? What can I do? I'm confined to the car and my own brain. He's not talking. He's probably in a bad mood too, but I'm too grumpy to ask or care. But fortunately, I had enough frontal lobe action to remember the RAIN acronym. I slumped into my seat, you know, just stared out the window and asked myself, what is happening with me right now? My brain served up a host of thoughts. I'm PMSing. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be at home doing something else. I always feel this way. And even something is wrong with me because I'm feeling like this for no reason. Then I placed my hand on my heart just lightly. I'm still pretty grumpy at this point, but this small gesture brings intimate attention. I dare you to place your hand on your heart and not feel just the teensiest bit of self-compassion. This allowed me to just be there with the negative emotion. No justification needed for the bad mood. No judgment. That softened me up enough to investigate, which is I, right? Investigate. I did a body scan, feeling some butterflies in my stomach. I was actually kind of nervous about the day ahead and it was manifesting as anger, as a bad mood, but it actually was just really fear. So that was information that I could then work with. Okay, what's the fear about? How do I want to be about this? What do I need to feel safe? And how can I best nurture myself? For me, that was expressing how I was feeling with my husband. And then we were able to connect. So this practice provides an opening, a shift, a lightness, really. And what is this lightness? It's just really a, a space of presence. This is how you build self-compassion. And this is how we develop emotional maturity. All right, so that's the explanation, and I encourage you to see for yourself what it's like to experience it by listening to part two, the RAIN practice. It's called a practice because we get better at it over time and the more we do it. So you may want to rely on this guide when you're first starting out. Then in time, you will have it memorized, and you can use it at any time, anywhere. If you follow me on Instagram at mindful underscore shape, You'll notice I've been a bit quiet lately. That's because I've been really busy working on a special six-month program, which I'll be launching in June. It's individual private coaching, so there will be a limited number of spaces. I only have so much time because I do work full-time in my 9-to-5 job. It's a specialized program towards helping women who want to release an extra 30 pounds or so. So if this is you and you've tried all the diets and you're ready to stop overeating for good, I really want to work with you. 
if you've been curious about coaching or you would just like to get some more details on this six month program, I will reserve a spot for you and there's no commitment required. I'll just send you everything that you need to know so that you can get all the info you need and decide from there. So you can email me at paula at mindfulshape.com or of course contact me through Instagram or my website, both of which are in the show notes. So enjoy the rain practice in part two. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.